Hi, I'm Carlyn Holbrook. I'm a John Maxwell team certified coach, teacher, trainer, speaker, published author, and influencer with more than 25 years of global leadership experience. If there's one thing I've seen firsthand time and time again, it's that the best leaders inspire others to follow their purpose and their passion, while the influence of a bad leader can literally tear down people's potential. Join me for a few sips of leadership tips that will help you become a better leader by first conquering the hardest person to lead, you. I, I'm already laughing because I'm already wondering, is this episode a good idea? I don't know. Let's find out. I went down a, a little bit of a rabbit hole, um, so bear with me, but I am going to start backwards a little bit. So growing up in California, I used to love listening to, like forever, Jeff Foxworthy, Bill Ingvall, Larry the Cable Guy, the Redneck, um, the Blue Collar Comedy Tour, that might re- be a redneck stuff. I always thought it was really funny. And I always thought it was like super exaggerated, right? Like these people don't exist. I mean, I grew up in San Diego. I lived in Orange County. Come on. I I didn't really know what that was. And I'm not saying that people like that don't exist in California. I'm just saying I never encountered that. So I moved to Florida and my first trip to Walmart was a cultural experience. I'll just say that. And um, this is not, honestly, this is not to dig at, you know, blue collar redneck peeps, you know, all that. It really isn't. In fact, I'm more than anything, I'm kind of fascinated by just different, I should have been a sociologist. I'm super fascinated with just everybody, different people, different walks of life, different preferences. Um, Anyway, so when I, you know, moved to Florida and I encountered people who I was like, oh my gosh, Jeff Foxworthy had he, he, he was basing this in truth. And actually, he even says, like, he bases a lot of it on his family and growing up in Georgia and stuff. So I think everyone needs to stop taking themselves so seriously and getting offended by everything. So it's all in good good nature humor. And um, for those of you who don't know what you might be a redneck is, it's, you know, um, he says things like, if you mow your lawn and you find a car, you might be a redneck. Um if the only condiment in your house is an economy-sized bottle of ketchup, you might be a redneck. Some people on listening are like, oh, that's me. Shoot, who knew? See, you don't even know. You have these tendencies. Um, if you spend more on your pickup truck than your education, you might be a redneck. Uh, anyway, he has a thousand of these, and they're very funny. And so I was actually going online, and I was reminiscing a bit because I used to watch these with my brother-in-law, who's no longer with us, and, you know, my brother and other members of my family, because they're just, they're funny, and I was thinking about, I was thinking about how people also, like, think of coffee in different ways. Like, I think we label everybody, right? We, we label everybody. We think, oh, things like, okay, for example, U-Band, Folgers, Maxwell House. Okay, what do you think of when you hear those coffee brands? Some of us think, oh, yeah, well, I used to drink those because that's kind of all we had back in the day. Um, for me, um, it reminds me of my dad and my father-in-law. They both used to love U-Ban. I know my dad always had Maxwell House, and, and they were just straight-up, straight coffee drinkers, like nothing foo-foo, though that's a quote from my father-in-law, nothing foo-foo. He would never do Starbucks. Um, and so, you know, I was – it's funny, like, we get really high and mighty about our coffees, too, right? We get very bougie about our coffees. And, and again, I, I'm talking about myself, too. 
Um, but then I was thinking about this, like, remember when, like, boxed wine was super trashy? Like, oh, that's just something people in trailers do or rednecks do or whatever. And it's like, oh, and then boxed wine became a thing. And then people were like, actually, it's very good. And then it's sort of trendy. It's like, oh, my gosh, we're all just silly. And I have to be honest, Wawa coffee, it's not bad for those of you on the West Coast. The Wawa equivalent, eh, I guess it's sort of a version of 7-Eleven, but oh, so much better in terms of food and other things that they have. Um, but 7-Eleven coffee, I used to, you know, when I worked at Disneyland, I didn't have a lot of money, especially when I started out. But you, you live within your means, you figure it out, right? I had lots of roommates, and <laughs> we didn't make a lot, but you just you, you eat, you know, spaghetti, and, and that lasts a few days, or y'all go in on a pizza or whatever. And I drink a lot of 7-Eleven coffee, not Starbucks coffee, and it wasn't bad. I know. Oh, no, I'm sounding like a redneck myself. Help. But then I was thinking, well, what do rednecks drink in terms of coffee? I told you guys, I went down a rabbit hole and I'm laughing because it's like, because why not? If I'm going to explore and be a coffee connoisseur and want to know all the different ways and people and, and around everywhere that like coffee, I need, I need to look at these things. So, oh my gosh, there's actually a guy who calls himself the redneck reviewer and he, he reviewed coffee shops and he actually it was the funniest review on TripAdvisor because he's like, I know I'm going against everything I believe in, but I have to admit Starbucks is really good and pumpkin spice lattes is a little taste of Christmas. <laughs> I just started laughing. I thought it was great. And then there is um, on YouTube some videos, um, how to make a redneck affogato, which is basically espresso over snow. So you take snow from outside, stick in a cup, put espresso over. I'm like, you know, it probably doesn't taste bad as long as the snow is not yellow. And then there's another person that's DIY roasting green coffee beans in a in a, a a flour sifter, an electric flour sifter, separates the chaff from the beans. And after about seven or eight minutes, you have beans that are well roasted because he uses a heat gun in it while he's doing it. And it's it's called the redneck style of of roasting beans. And then I thought that's kind of bougie rednecks for roasting your own beans. I'm like, look at you, you're very like you know, this generation where we get all into that stuff, you know, the hipsters, they like to use typewriters, for God's sakes. I'm like, you're kind of going in that direction. Maybe that'll be the next trend. Who knows? All right, everyone's like, oh my God, Carlin, where are you going with all of this wackiness? I promise it relates to coffee and it's going to relate to leadership. Because when I was looking at Bali's, you know, you might be a redneck if you consider a bug zapper in a six pack is high quality entertainment. You might be a redneck. You know, I was just going down that rabbit hole. And then I thought, you know, we could do this with leadership that you might not be a leader if, all right, are you guys still with me? Or did you hang up by now? Cause I offended you. Um, all right. Well, sorry, sorry, not sorry. So I'm going to, I'm going to give a crack at this. All right. I got a few of these. If you don't address a problem head on, you might not be a leader. If you don't encourage your team to give feedback directly to another human, you might not be a leader. If you raise your voice at people, you might not be a leader. If you let new people sink or swim without coaching and teaching and training and equipping, you might not be a leader. If in adversity you employ survival of the fittest leadership, you might not be a leader. If you play the game of telephone feedback, meaning someone on your team tells you something about someone on someone else's team that bothers them, and you don't encourage them to go have a conversation directly with them, 
Instead, you talk to their leader. You might not be a leader. If you care more about self-promotion, self-reputation, self-image, self-satisfaction, self, 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 you might not be a leader. If you use the word I, me, more than we, you might not be a leader. Well, there you go. There's my you might not be. I would love to hear your might not be's because I'm pretty sure we could go on and on and on just like Jeff Foxworthy did, you know, hundreds and thousands of these. And all of this needs to be like leadership should be like Maxwell House, right? Good to the last drop. Otherwise, you might not be a leader. Thank you for having a cup of coffee with me. For more sips and tips, connect with me on social and follow Leader Sips on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. And don't forget to visit my website, carlinholbrook.com. Until next time, keep on brewing.